0: The New Economic Foundation and Commonweal have just released a proposal for a new digital currency for Scotland called the Scott Pound. Bitcoin Brief Having read the 64-page document myself and attended a launch event with the author, I'm going to summarize the information in it for you here. Firstly there's some fantastic information in there about the current UK monetary system, much like Positive Money which is a group that is proposing something similar to this for the whole of the UK. So what is a Scott Pound? It's a digital currency, not unlike the digital currency you use day to day. Apart from, rather than private banks creating it, Banka Alba, a new central bank for Scotland, would be creating it instead. And there is no cash version of this. There's no physical cash to a Scott Pound. It's just digital. The proposal is to spend 3.71 million pounds of tax revenue setting up a central authority a payment network and uh, applications for using that payment network. The distribution model is helicopter money, so 250 Scots pounds would be given to each registered voter in Scotland. To clarify, this means injecting 1 billion Scots pounds worth of purchasing power into the Scottish economy by typing numbers into a computer. These guys must be business geniuses. The report is quick to point out how morally abhorrent the creation of money by private banks is, whilst completely glossing over the fact that this would centralize money creation to one entity. As Lord Acton once said, power tends to corrupt, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. When I asked the author about where that money would go once it was injected into the economy, the answer was a little bit worrying. What he said was, the money would bounce around the economy getting taxed. So eventually it would all go back to the government, thus revealing the true nature of the beast. The scot pound is just a thinly veiled tax. The long term proposal is for Banka Alba to type money into existence to then spend on social programs. Now where does that money come from? Well, it derives its value from the devaluation of all currently existing money. So if you print another 1 billion scot pounds, you reduce the value of all the existing currency by whatever percentage that is of the total money supply. The most infuriating part about the scotcoin proposal is this. The stated objectives are to provide a free and inclusive payment system, to allow SMEs who don't accept digital payments to do so, and to prove that a new currency can be implemented successfully. Bitcoin could achieve all of these objectives for free tomorrow. The problem is this report only refers to Bitcoin once. Here it is. Only one currency has succeeded without first creating such a network, and that is Bitcoin. In this case, entrepreneurs and innovators independently started to accept the currency after it came into existence, often because they had a financial stake in the success of the currency. This was helped by the clever issuance method, the mining algorithm, which rewarded early adopters with large quantities of Bitcoin. This can, however, be contrasted with over 300 other failed cryptocurrencies where no redemption network has emerged and the value of the currency remains low. It is entirely apparent from this dismissal that the author has little to no understanding of Bitcoin technology whatsoever. To explain this phenomenon, I refer you to Upton Sinclair. It is difficult to get a man to understand something when his salary depends on him not understanding it. Let's compare Scott Pounds and Bitcoin. Scott Pound is centralised. Bitcoin is decentralised. Scott Pound is a digital currency. Bitcoin is a cryptocurrency. The difference is in the security. The distribution model for Scott Pound is helicopter money or quantitative easing for the people. With Bitcoin on the other hand, the method of distribution is proof of work. The creation of new money is known with Bitcoin. It's a logarithmic function into the future. Now, with Scott Pound, it's arbitrary. Scott Pound would have something called demurrage, which means that it would potentially lose value over time if you don't spend it. Bitcoin, on the other hand, would tend to increase in value over time if you don't spend it, because there will be less Bitcoin in the system as time goes on, and when there's less Bitcoin available, each one will be worth more, because they will be more scarce. With Scott Pound, there is a promised value pegged to one great British pound, whereas with Bitcoin the value is determined by the free market, fluctuates and is therefore derived from its intrinsic value. So Scott Pound has fiat value and Bitcoin has intrinsic value. One important comparison to remember is that Scott Pound is locally bound as a currency. You can't remove Scott Pounds from within Scotland and it's designed specifically to keep money within Scotland. Bitcoin, on the other hand, is a universal currency. It doesn't care where you are, who you are, how old you are, what it is you need to transfer money for. It just doesn't care. Even machines can use Bitcoin. If the New Economics Foundation and Commonweal really want to achieve the goals that they've set out in this proposal, they should encourage people to use Bitcoin rather than suggesting that we spend 3.71 million pounds of tax revenue, setting up a magical central bank of wonder dreams. If you have any questions or comments, please put them below. Remember to like, share and subscribe if you want to hear more about Bitcoin from a UK perspective. Bitcoin Brief Have a great day.